And it's time for your journey to health. We have Dr. Brad Shapiro in with us from Ultimate Health Chiropractic with a special guest. And Brad, if you would, our standard disclaimer and our sponsors. Yes, sir. Standard disclaimer. Please understand that we are not trying to treat you over the airwaves. So if you do have a health care concern or if we talk about anything that sparks your interest, please seek out the health care provider of your choice. Whether it's a chiropractor like myself, a physical therapist, medical doctor, massage therapist, dentist, whatever the case may be, please seek out the health care provider of your choice. Then I want to mention our sponsors. First, we have Unstoppable Church, headed up by Pastor Brad Brinkley and staff. Great group of people. They do a rock and roll worship service. And then they're affiliated with a large group called Life Church out of Oklahoma. You can reach them at area code 931 Six four nine two nine zero nine. Again, that's very good. Nine three one. Six four nine two nine zero nine. And then second sponsor is Winchester Family Dentistry, headed up by Dr. Garrett Orr and staff. Great group of people as well. They do a um, little bit of everything, everything from standard teeth cleanings to wisdom teeth removal to everything in between. You can reach them at area code nine three one nine six seven four one four three. Again, that's area code 931-967-4143, and they are accepting new patients. When you were coming up with that phone number, you had your deer in the headlights. <laughs> I couldn't get my phone out fast there enough. You go. This is going to be a great program. Always is when you have yeah. this guy with you. Talk At, about your special guest. Yes, absolutely. We've got uh, Pastor Josh Conrad with us. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm good, man. I think I, I think I woke up with that deer in the headlight look. <laughs> So if you see that, don't get alarmed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, it's, uh, sometimes it takes a little while to get going, but, um, especially on a Monday. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Pastor Josh, he's the senior pastor of Abundant Life mm-hmm. Assembly of God Church, just right up the road from the station here. Um, that's where myself and my wife and our son and our whole family mm-hmm. attend church. Um, but Pastor Josh, you know, he's just, he's on fire. He's on fire for the Lord. He's on fire for um, the things of God and expanding God's kingdom. Um, we've talked a lot about in past shows how we're triune beings, we're mind, body, and spirit. Um, but what, one thing I was thinking, uh, Pastor Josh, is you know you're still in your first year of yeah. being a senior pastor I and think doing for it full six time <laughs> for six months. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So what what are some of the things that you've learned about balancing uh, oh, those different no, aspects? There's of no balance. Balance. Great question. <laughs> there is no balance. Um, no, what I have learned is that I do need to take a day off. So for all all you pastors out there, make sure you take a day off. And I'm mm-hmm. sure you've, you've learned this probably the hard way. Just like and I, I know have. that Sunday is a day of rest, but you're talking besides Sunday. Besides Sunday, uh, yes. Besides Sunday. It, it actually, I mean, you know, it's a commandment. That's where I finally mm-hmm. got convicted is God, you know, God, you know, he set aside that last day to rest. Mm-hmm. And he commands us to take a day of rest. It's not a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's not like, hey, if you're, you know, feeling like you need to take a day off, take one. No, he said, he commands it. It's a, it's a command. And so... I finally got convicted, you know, by the Holy Spirit, take a day off. Mm-hmm. And and so I have been doing my best to take a day off just so I can feel re- revitalized um, mm-hmm. and guard from resentment. You know, I think that's something that a pastor can, can he can, it's, he or she can very easily get in this realm of resentment because the phone's ringing a lot. Mm-hmm. People are always demanding your attention. Mm-hmm. And it's important, I think, to minister to people from a place of love and not from a place of burnout or frustration or resentment. It's got to come 
from a place of love in mm -hmm. order for there to be healing and stuff like that to happen. Mm -hmm. And you got to take a day off. Yes. Yes. God yes. and my wife told me that. <laughs> mm -hmm. There you what, go. What, what, what do you do on your day off? Oh, man. I, I'm guessing hiking. No, I wish. Really? No, I wish. Um, on my day off, I, you know, I don't know. That's a good question. I need to be working on my house. We we own this uh, this house. It's not very big. It's like an old 60s house, and it needs a lot of restoration and work. That's what I need to be doing. But a lot of times I just find myself, I'm just hanging out. You know, I like to read. I'm reading books. Um, mm -hmm. I'm watching TV. I'm hanging out, really hanging out with the family. So, mm -hmm. uh I think it's important also, I've heard a lot of, and you guys have two stories where, you know, the pastor's kids grow up and they go like the total opposite direction of the environment they grew up in. I'm, yeah, a, just, I'm a PK. We, yeah. have, we have a rep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rebellious yeah, prodigals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and so I think it's important in, in talking to some pastor's kids, that's not exclusively the story for everybody, mm -hmm. but um, a lot of them say, you know, a couple things. They were turned off by the hypocrisy. You know, mm -hmm. maybe they saw their dad or their mother, whoever was the pastor, preaching one thing from the pulpit, but yet their lifestyle not lining up with what they were preaching. Mm -hmm. And so it, it, it brought some hypocrisy, and they turned the other direction. Or mm -hmm. they just never had any of that exclusive time with their father or their mother. Mm -hmm. um, and, and they didn't get invested into that way and so i try to just take that even if it's just laying on the couch with my kids watching tv mm. you know they're young i've got two mm -hmm. twin girls they're eight and then arlo's four yeah and they just want to they just want to pile up on the couch with you want you know hang out mm -hmm. they just want to be around you yeah and, and right now they kind of think i'm like perfect <laughs> oh, right you know when they're young yeah. yeah oh daddy's the strongest you know he's the smartest and in the back of my head i'm like no mm -hmm. kid you're so wrong <laughs> But, uh, but you know, I just I just want to soak up time with them and my wife as well uh, mm -hmm. on my days off, whatever that looks like. There's no routine thing that we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But but I, I can remember, you know, I've told you guys this before. My dad was a minister for 50 years and a teacher for 35. And, you know, there are so many people out there, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but there are so many people out there that think ministers have it easy. They think that they come in on Sunday morning and yeah. Sunday night and Wednesday night, and that's it. And the rest of the time, they're soaking up the sun on some Man. beach somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But my my father, my father would have people come over the parsonage at two in the two o'clock in the morning, yeah. and it it was something that needed immediate attention. And and my my dad would look at my mom. Okay, uh, Joyce, get get some coffee, bro. We're going we're going to need yeah. it for a while. Yeah. yeah. But he, he loved every second of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's a uh... Pastor Jerry said something to me before he passed away, the previous pastor. Mm -hmm. I can't remember exactly how he said it, but, you know, basically when that phone call comes or if they show up at the church, you got to open the door and let them in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you got to answer the phone call. You can't, yeah. you cannot not answer it because yeah. it could be life or death uh, for some folks. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And that's a huge responsibility. Mm -hmm. And it scares the, it terrifies me. Mm -hmm. And it causes me to be dependent upon the Holy Spirit, dependent of, upon God. I mean, it's mm -hmm. really, uh, the past six months ha has really amped up my prayer life. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> it is my, it's my bread and butter. It's my sustenance. Like, after I leave here, I'm like, man, I can't wait. I just got to get in the presence of God and pray. Mm -hmm. I gotta and how long, uh, and, and I, I knew Brother Jerry real well, uh, how long uh, did Brother Jerry prepare you to become the pastor of the church? Well, 
Do, do you think he he was sort of grooming you for that? He saw something in you, and he knew, okay, when my time comes, he can take my flock forward. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to think that, hopefully. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pastor Jerry was very in tune with with God's voice mm-hmm. and also in the Holy Spirit. Um, and so he would always, it used to drive me crazy because I would say, hey, let's do this or let's do that. And, and he would say, but is the Holy Spirit telling you to do that? And I'm like, mm. of course the Holy Spirit's telling me to do that or I wouldn't bring it to you. That's yeah. good. That's but I get good. it now because yeah. just because something appears good, mm-hmm. you know, just because there's a, a program or something that we want to go after and it seems like lots of lives could be transformed and there could be salvations, it doesn't mean God is calling you specifically to do it. Now, he's calling us to mm-hmm. constantly be his witnesses and those, yeah. those type of things. But we have to know that God has called us specifically to do it. Uh, and, and so he would always say, is, is the Holy Spirit asking us to do this? You know, yeah. Now, if he is, go pray about it and yeah. let's do it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you need to have that, that witness in your spirit. And so mm. that that's always been kind of – Lindsay and I would joke about it, and now we actually we utilize that, that <laughs> advice like, mm-hmm. is the Holy Spirit asking us to do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a lot of similar moments with Pastor Jerry yeah. and – you know, you you find yourself presenting this idea, and you're trying to create a case around. Oh, it's a great idea! It's, <laughs> it it's just it's yeah. a no brainer. We got to do this. Mm-hmm. And then he would say something like, "Is the Holy Spirit telling you to do it, or have you prayed about it, or yeah. you know, really directing you back to mm-hmm. to really hearing God's voice?" Well, and, um, and the and the thing you you run into is <clears throat> when you have this idea, you're you're thinking, and 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 I, I've been where you are yeah. as the son of a minister. Uh, you're asking yourself, you've got this idea, and the thing is, you're thinking, okay, is the Holy Spirit leading me in this direction, or am I doing it for the credit for the church, or yes. for the credit of my ministry, or the credit of my legacy, or various things? He said, you have to think about when you plant the seed, and you plant the seed, you cannot be concerned whether you will be there to see the harvest of it, and you can't be concerned whether you get the credit for that harvest. The only thing that's important is that you planted the seed that made the harvest possible. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. So I tell you, being a minister, I've got all kinds of respect for ministers. Yeah, it's so good. Um, Something else I guess I've learned is just how... How selfish we are, how, how personally driven we are. You're talking mm-hmm. about motive. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of pastors struggle with that, too. I mean, mm-hmm. they see the church down the road. Mm-hmm. Or, gosh, if you just get on Facebook, man, that thing will just incite all kinds of jealousy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Man, look at their church is growing and doing all these things. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I've learned to really, again, I'm just crying out to God to refine my motive so that it lines up with his. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to do anything out of selfish ambition. Mm-hmm. you know. And there's a scripture, I think it's Philippians 2, 3, I talked a little bit about a couple weeks ago, is that God is working in us, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, to not only give us the desires, but also the power to do what pleases him. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so he's equipped us not only with a desire, mm-hmm. but the power as well to do what pleases him. And that is my prayer, not only for myself, but for my church, mm-hmm. is that we would be so full of desire to please God, to do what pleases Him, but also understand that we have this power called the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. dwelling inside of us to see that to completion mm-hmm. and uh, to recognize when we are acting out of our own selfish mm-hmm. motives or ambitions. Because I just, I want it to be, I want to be a pure vessel for God. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely. Sure. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. That's really, really good. Mm-hmm. My wheels are over here turning like crazy. 
I didn't bring any notes with me today, so I'm yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I know that my father uh, told me one time, he, he said that the problem is that lots of times um, churches will just think that their only duty, their only mission is to take care of the people inside that church. That's good, yeah. But now my father always had a different way of looking at it. My father said two words that you constantly heard in the Bible weren't to stay put, it was to go forth. Yeah. And yes. and I always used to love and I used to always love my dad's sermons, but anyway he he said he said it's a twofold purpose. As a minister, you're taking care of your flock inside the church building, but you also have a responsibility to the community around yes. you to make a difference. Yeah, and and, and so that's a lot of work. It, well, and that's I'm I'm navigating this, good. Good, trying to figure out like right now I'm working on that component of just like taking care of the flock, but I know God has called Abundant Life Church to the community. I mean it's it's I mean it's biblical. It's the mandate. It's a, it's a great commission. But with, with the year that we've had in the last year, mm -hmm. the community's screaming for something. Yeah. To help ground them. And I want to see, I mean, I, I really, I don't want it to just be another program. Or mm -hmm. I, I want to see real effective change. I want to yeah. see a true move of God mm -hmm. in the community. Um, I love reading about old revivals. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes you all bored. But, yeah. Yeah. man, I love old just reading about the old revivals. Because what happens is you see the people begin to be stirred by God. They begin to start changing and hungering for this lifestyle of righteousness and holiness. And, and the ultimate is that it changes the community in which they live in. Yeah. Uh, I mean, bars close down. There, there, there's no you, – you, the, the police department – they don't got much work going on because nobody's getting arrested. I mean, that's true revival. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And man, I would, wouldn't that be amazing to see that in Franklin County? Mm -hmm. To see the bars empty out. <laughs> uh, to see you know people who struggle in their marriages, you know, finally have this miraculous just intervention of the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. and marriages come back together. Addictions gone, alcoholism gone. Mm -hmm. Yes, man. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome. That gets your. Yeah. Your blood boiling oh, for sure. <laughs> now, now, now he's ready to take off and hit the ground. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so. my, but my father always described it as being an amber and said that the yeah. amber will start and then it will glow and then it will spread. That's good. And that's that's what we all, all should do. And you mentioned something else a while ago, and I don't think this is a very hot topic, but the thing is you talk about people talking about um, being uh, – what is it when you're being one thing, but you're hypocritical? Yeah, hypocrit hypocritical. Thank yeah. you. It, Pharisaical. It, it left my brain for a <laughs> yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing was, uh, my, my dad and I had to talk about it one time. Now, I was just a, I was just a teenager at the time, and I, I told Dad, I said, I get so sick of people talking about Christians being hypocritical. Yeah. I said, well, what do you mean? And I said, Dad, a Christian can be hypocritical, yeah. but a non-Christian can too, yeah. because a non-Christian can treat this person this way or this person in that way. Right. Uh, being hypocritical is not just a Christian right. thing or not thing. Whatever. It's not. And, and I would say, you know, that's the excuse you get from What's a lot of people. What's the real you? Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. The people who don't want to come to church, they say, well, everybody in church is a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and we probably are. <laughs> I mean, we're in process. Mm -hmm. We are in this process of looking like Christ, and that takes time. I mean, that doesn't... Uh, the, and you're going to stumble. You're going to stumble. The fruit yeah. of the Spirit... It's okay. The fruit of the Spirit is 
a fruit. A fruit is something that's developed over time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I was looking at like growing an, an apple tree. Mm-hmm. So if you start an apple tree from a seed, it takes six to ten years for that tree to even be begin to develop fruit. And mm-hmm. so it takes time to develop fruit. So yes, we are in this process as Christians where we are going to look hypocritical. There was yeah. a slice in my life where you probably would even question whether or not I was saved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I knew I was. But we've all been there. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I was because the Holy Spirit bears witness to your spirit. Mm-hmm. And he says, you're mine. You know, yep. he's that engagement ring is what the, the word calls it that's on our finger mm-hmm. that says we belong to him. Mm-hmm. But we are in a process and we are going to stumble. We are going to make mistakes. Um, I think, though, as pastors, uh, as those who lead the flock, we can't. We're, we're still going to make mistakes as well. But there is a standard. There is a standard mm-hmm. that has to be has to be met if uh, if you're going to be leading others. And I don't say that self righteously or pharisaically because mm-hmm. I've been there. I've stumbled many times. But but you you have to have a heart that's pursuing God. It has to be as a pastor. You have to be. Relationally driven with God, and it, the church is not a business. Yeah, it can be run like a business sometimes, but it's not a it's not a brand. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes we use branding to bring people in, but it's a it's a it's a people. It's a it's a it's a body of Christ that you're called to tend to, mm-hmm. uh, and it's got to be relationally driven through God. Mm-hmm. And if you are seeking the Lord and you are praying and you are doing what's required for that relationship to be fruitful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're still going to make mistakes, but your desires are going to be lined up with his. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I guess that's what I'm talking about when I say hypocrisy. Yeah. There are some, and the Bible even talks about it, they're in it for the money. Mm-hmm. They really are. I mm-hmm. mean, they're, they're in it for the money, for the glam, for the fame, for the glory. Mm-hmm. And that is not what it's about. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when you talk about uh, planting a tree, the thing is... Uh, each of us, as a human being, we, we have a life ministry. We have a purpose, yeah. and we struggle to find that purpose sometimes. Yeah. But the, but the thing is, uh, not only do that, does that tree have to be planted, but it has to, to be tended all the way oh, through man. that growth cycle. Yeah. So talk a little bit uh, about not only starting out to figure out what your purpose is, but what you do to keep yourself strong as you go through that growth process. The pruning process. The pruning, pruning, pruning yes. tending, yes. Know, watering, whatever. Yeah. Uh, there's so many. Yeah. No, I mean, I just, uh, it's, it's just a process. I think it's, and I think it goes back to just being Holy Spirit driven, you know, really kind of seeking um, those areas. I mean, I, it makes me think of a scripture of obedience is better than sacrifice. Because oh, yeah. a lot of times we can rationalize that we're being pruned or we're making a sacrifice or we're doing this or that. Mm-hmm. But that's not what the Lord's calling us to do. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a big part of that um, that printing process, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we got to look at the the whole picture. That's why I, like, I love to come back to uh, we're trying beings. We're mind, yeah. body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might be a lifestyle change that you need to make um, from a from a physical standpoint. It might be a growth in a spiritual way. It mm-hmm. might be, you know, a, a change in your mindset. Um, and, that's, and no, no chiropractic pun intended, but you might need an adjustment. You might need oh, an adjustment. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I think it's just a, it's an ongoing process. And as you guys were talking too, I think one of the distinctions with um, hypocrisy and hypocrites, it, and this is something that really stuck out to me is when I understood that the, the root word of that is, is something closer to actor. Mm-hmm. That's really good, um, yeah. 
And so I think that's kind of makes a, a distinction between the person that's that's really, you know, their motives are pure. They're still screwing yeah. up, but they're really after God's desires mm-hmm. and they're really after his his perf- perfect destiny for their lives versus the actor um, that's intentionally trying to be deceptive and uh, is in it for the money or other motives that just aren't um, aren't the things of God. And, and the bottom li- the bottom line with, the bottom line when you make that journey is realizing you will have stumbles, mm. but a stumble's okay. You can get past it. Yeah. You will, and it, it always helps me with this stuff, too, to, to come back to God's character. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it, if it swings over into condemnation where you screw up and you feel like the biggest, uh, uh, you know, POS that ever walked mm-hmm. the face of the earth mm-hmm. versus the um, just that conviction of the Holy Spirit where you just, you realize you got to get your act together and you mm-hmm. really got to to got to seek God's um perfect will of how you can make changes and what you need to shift. Um, but that's always really, really helped me because I screw up as much as the next guy. Mm-hmm. But remembering God's character and remembering those distinctions of, you know, condemnation versus versus conviction of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Remembering that it's a that it's a process and if, if there's a if there's not a sense of hope, I mean we we serve a God of hope. So if yeah. you get into that hopeless place, that's not the that's not the Lord. That's that's the mm-hmm. enemy. Um, but that's always really helped me be guided through that process. Not that I get it perfect, um, but yeah. just remembering God's character. And mm-hmm. if what's happening is not consistent with his character, it's a red flag. There you go. That's so good. Well, yeah. One more thing I'll mention. Your your program flies. It feels like we've been here a minute and a half. <laughs> I know. Um, but but the thing is, uh, I remember one time my father did a, a sermon over at Esther Springs Methodist. I, I went to Esther Springs Elementary School, which is no longer there. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. I'm old. But, anyway, um, but the thing was, my, my dad gave the invitation at the end, and a uh, young guy came up, early 20s, came up uh, to be saved, and they went through the procedures and everything, and then my dad asked him if he had anything he wanted to say, and he said, well, yeah, I would. He said, I'd like to call Mr., and I'll, I'll just go ahead and say, he said, I'd like to call Mr. Scott down here. Mr. Scott, Lewis Scott, was the principal of North Junior High. Yeah. He was the principal when this uh, guy was a kid in that school. Mm. He said, I just want people to know, I've been thinking about this for years, about doing it. said, I had heard that Mr. Scott was a Christian, and I heard, and I thought to myself, okay, that's what a Christian is supposed to be. I'm going to watch him for a while. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah, and so he would watch how he would handle different things. And by, by the end of it, he said, he said, remember in your journey, you are being watched, and remember that the actions you may uh, take may have a, a positive uh, action on someone else, a positive result. Yeah, so you're you're always an ex- watched, you're always an yeah. example, either a good or bad example. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> but uh, we'll go ahead and close out. Once again, my name is Dr. Brad Shapiro with Ultimate Health. We had Pastor Josh Conrad in, in with us t- uh, this morning. I can't spit it out, uh, but he's going to be joining us once a month. So we're excited about that. Um, we'll just see wherever the Lord takes us in terms of the topics, yeah. but it's always a lot of fun. Yeah. So thanks for joining us. No problem. And we'll have to rope your uh, wife in one of these yeah, days. Yes, she would yeah. love to come. She yeah, Lindsay, uh, Josh's wife, she's great too. She's so. a fountain of wisdom. Yes, yes, That's yes. Really They're the dynamic duo. So we'll go ahead and close out. Again, my name is Dr. Brad Shapiro with Ultimate Health. We're available five days a week, Monday through Friday. If you'd like to be seen on a Monday or a Friday, you can see us at the Winchester office. Or we're available on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at the Manchester office. You can reach us at area code 931-967-6308. 
Again, that's area code 931-967-6308. If you don't mind, like us on Facebook. You can go to facebook.com slash ultimatechiropractic. There's all kinds of information and health tips and just all kinds of neat things on our Facebook page. And then last but not least, check out our website at www.ultimatehealthtnfortennessee.com. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and we will talk to you Monday of next week at 7.05.